Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And E-Money. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Eagles lose. Brad Lidge in the house. Eric Lindros retired. And the Flyers are winning? Lost. Lost. They won't beat Pittsburgh. They lost tonight. Yes, they lost tonight. Did he beat the Rangers earlier in the week? Uh, no, lost two nothing. Lost two nothing to the Rangers. So, but they went to Pittsburgh. Didn't they lose all eight times to Pittsburgh last year? Yes. Yeah, that was bad. So that's something to be said for that, right? It's a new year. That's definitely a new year. Hey, they're nine and six right now. Are we going to start on Flyers because we're talking about them? Or yeah, go ahead. Nine and six right now. Hey, that's so much better than last year. Oh my god! They played eleven of their first fifteen games on the road. They just got off an eight game road trip. Back to back last night and tonight, they went from Pittsburgh to New Jersey. They got beat tonight four one. Well, what's your okay. feeling, Dave? What's up? I'm still hey, nine and six. Oh, I think they look really good. I think they're looking really good. I mean, you're not going to win them all. They always play the Devils and the Flyers. Always play each other tough. Um, it's Atlantic Division, right there. Exactly. So, I mean, you're going to win some of those. You're going to lose some of those. But we're going to win more this year because we just have a better squad. I mean, this is the bottom line. And what kind of sucks? How Derek said they didn't beat Pittsburgh at all last year. They were zero for eight. Well, they haven't won in Jersey in the last, as of tonight, nine games. So even though they have a new arena tonight, they're not up in East Rutherford anymore. Right. They're in uh, Newark. They're not the Continental? Yeah, they're the uh, Prudential, I believe it is. I'm yeah. not sure. Something like that. But, um, yeah, they're still 9-6. and six. They're looking good. But again tonight, we talked about this last week. They got outshot in the first period, 15-5. to five. Wow. There you go. Yeah. That's going to do it. You're losing 3-1 to one by the end of the first. You're only shooting five times in a period. Sucks. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to make things happen then. Not going to make things happen, but this team has to make things happen. Again, it's early. They're certainly not the big talk of the town in this town so far with all the things going on in baseball and football. Basketball, real quick about the Sixers-Bobcats game. Sixers held the Bobcats to 60-some points last night. I don't know if that was the most telling number. I think the most telling number was the fact that the – the whole arena was half full, maybe. Well, that's, I think they had 6,000 people or they something They might have like had 6,000, 7,000 people there last night, and that's Philadelphia. This is a hell of a basketball town, and that if you're is. not putting anybody in those seats, I understand it's the Bobcats, but still, your Sixers team was going to go out and crush them, and they did it. Wow. that is the Is that the telling state of the NBA, or is that the way fans around here feel about the Sixers? Well, I don't think the Celtics – um, stands were 6,000. I mean, I th- it's definitely the Sixers not making any moves and making poor judgments, um, poor picks on their draft picks. They're just, they have, they're just a mess over there. They have some good players, but they're all the same player. Exactly. You have Carney. You have... Iguodala? No, Lou Williamson. Okay. I mean, he came right out of high school. These are guys are all playing the same position. Iguodala, I mean, of course, he's out there the most. But Thaddeus Young, the guy they drafted, I think his first game was last night that he got to play. It's three games into the the season, and he hasn't played yet. And he was top 11 pick or whatever it was. Hang on, hang on. Wait a second. We got a caller. Texas, you're on the air. Hey, this is five Super Bowl rings. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Coming to gloat. Should have known who it was if it was Texas. What's going on down there? I think, you know, I'm starting to, starting to learn the, uh, the Eagles uh, flight song. with a fly, Eagles fly, you know, with T.O. on the wings thing. <laughs> wow. So, uh, That's game, didn't you? Yeah, we liked the game. Well, it was a tough one, man. We haven't gotten to that yet on the podcast, but we're certainly going to say that taps will be sounded soon for the birds. It's uh, as soon no- as we kick you off, we'll put a taps on. <laughs> Where's Bearface been? You know, the Eagles do bad, and uh, he doesn't show up anymore. He was on the show Look last week. We can't. I thought he was going to be like one of these Eagles faithful. You know that uh, anytime they do well, he'll be on there. When anytime they do bad, he should be on there. Well, let me ask you a question. Let's talk football here real sure. quick, five Super Bowl rings. I don't want to get too pear-face bashing. We do that enough here ourselves. Leave that to the experts. <laughs> but I want to say this. How do you feel about your team as far as NFC Championship? Definitely. Super Bowl bound. Get out of wow. here. Get out of here. Well, Super some, Bowl bound. Somebody's got to be the sacrificial lamb to whoever is going to be in the AFC. I tell you, they could, they could beat the Colts. We just need some... Uh, some help from the Colts to beat the Pats. Wow. You know, the Colts looked pretty good last week. The Pats came back. So, uh, you know, I think the Colts could have a chance to beat them in the playoffs. Not in Foxborough, my man. When the game's got the injuries the Colts had, they were out, you know, without uh, a couple key players there. They get them back and healthy. And that, anything can happen in the playoffs. Dude, when they're playing in Foxborough in January with the snow, ain't going to happen. 
five Super Bowl rings. What do you how do what do you think about this um this Giants Dallas game up here this weekend? What do you think your chances are there? The line's one. Cowboys take it by six. <laughs> T.O. with what, two, three TDs? You got to watch out for the Giants. Sure, there's... T.O. T.O. is out there, and, you know, T.O. has been an excellent team player down here. This is the new T.O. First, first time ever for T.O. Well, I, I really wouldn't worry about <laughs> T.O.'s going to get you what he's got to get you. They'll get you to the first round of the playoffs, and then Mr. Romo, $70 million man, will fumble that ball. So, <laughs> you know, don't, don't plan on too many last-minute field goals with Tony Romo at the helm. He's not home anymore. He's not. Home. We got Brad Johnson, the holder. So, so we don't we don't need Romo to hold the ball anymore. We just need him to throw a couple touchdowns. That's all. The offense, even without Terry Glenn, this offense is so powerful. Give me a even without Terry Glenn. Powerful because you beat I mean, the Eagles. At, well, that was easy. See <laughs> <laughs> Witten's catch. Did you see Witten's catch? Now that is inspiration for any football player to see the guy get nailed. It was a nice hit. But to lose the helmet and then run another twenty-five yards—that is our—that is our uh, our war cry down here. You know, they keep on showing that on TV like every day. They should have poked him in is, the eyes. Seven to one. That's, that's nice. No, it was a beautiful play by Witten. I mean, that's what this team's made of. I mean, you know, it's been a long time since we had a decent team, and this team is just outstanding. And it starts with Homo Romo, and that's what you guys used to call. <laughs> yeah, him. yeah. There's no doubt <laughs> the about guy, it. But the ma- guy's out there. He's dating all these good-looking women. And he's making sixty-seven million dollars. Oh come on! I, I get off. Just having a great time. We should limit yeah, our. You might want to get off his cock. Dallas fanboys. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Maybe sure. it's not Tony Romo. Maybe it's not the. Maybe you have a real coach in town. Until the playoffs come. Until the playoffs come. Yeah, I'm actually impressed with Wade. Person that I'm really impressed with. Well, our, our special teams is our uh, downfall so far this year, other than the kicking. But you know, kickoff returns and you know, kickoffs, we've been done you know done very poorly on it. But uh, I mean, look at our rookie kicker kicking two fifty-three yard field goals. Oh God, I, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> I, we can't hear too much about Dallas. Yeah, five okay. Super Bowl rings. We're sorry you got the echo, but we got to We're not sorry to hear you go. Thank you for calling. Hey guys, I appreciate it. Talk Take it you. easy. That was painful. You know what? He, that he, was he, painful. I'll tell you what. That was pain. I'll tell you pain. what. The Cowboys got a great team. This they won. No he gets to call in. That's right. He, yeah, he, I guess he you're call right. He can call in every week. That's fine. We won't call. be on the show every week. He can call in. That's right. Easily cut you out. We'll call in. Well, he may not answer. Yeah, we may not answer. <laughs> that's for sure. He, there's a reason why they come in muted. Back to this. Dave, you were talking about the Flyers. We'll get to the Eagles later because uh, it's really the last thing I feel like talking about today because that's just embarrassment. But... That's, I mean, we already kind of jumped to the Sixers. Jumping uh, to the Sixers. I want to get off the Sixers. Well, that's real quick, though. The, the 62 points were what it was. I right. It was a uh, Wachovia opponent record for the least amount of points. So, is it the Sixers playing good defense, or is the Bobcats just suck? The Bobcats suck. Exactly. They had terrible amount of injuries. They, they're not in it to win it. They don't. The teams, the franchise is in terrible shape. Sixers aren't good. No. They're if you think they're good, they're, they're not good. It's going to be a long season. That's all we can say about That's it. That's all we can say. Dave, season. I want to get to another point on my checklist here. Uh, you're done talking about the Flyers? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can go on. I want to ask you about Eric Lindros. And, Evan, you might be able to weigh in on this one. Eric Lindros retired today. First quote from Bobby Clark. He's a Hall of Famer. Do you agree or disagree? Let me give you his numbers real quick before you answer. What? Lindros compiled points at a Hall of Fame pace, registering 372 goals and 493 assists for 865 points in 670 games over 13 NHL seasons. Is that a Hall of Famer? No. No, this is what Bobby Clark was saying, talking about Eric Lindros. When he came into the league, he got hurt at the very first game. Me and Tommy Fry went down to the first home game, got carted off with a knee problem. So he always was getting injured. But his points at the beginning, when we were just watching uh, the game at the end of the Flyers game or in between the second and third intermission – they threw up his numbers as a flyer. 400 and we'll say 85 games. 496. Is that what it was? 683 points or something like that. Well, let me – come on. Let's talk about Hall of Fame. You say no. E-Money, do you think so? No, I don't think he's a Hall okay. of Famer. No. I want to get to this real quick. He has more – his better stats than two Hall of Famers he's most often compared to. Cam Neely, who has 694 points, and 
Clark Gillet. Gillet? You're, talking You're about, asking Dave? Yeah, I call him Gillies. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Clark Gillet, 697 points. Lindros averaged 1.14 points per game, much higher than Neely, 0.96, and Gillet, 0.73. Plus, he was named NHL MVP and earned two Olympic medals with Team Canada. So, hang on for a second. Bobby Clark, his quote is this. Do the two Olympic medals mean well, wait, anything wait, wait, for the Hall of Fame? No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. But I want to say, I want to get to Clark, and, you know, this is why he's priceless. He was a first-team All-Star, and not many players have those types of things on their resume. But for seven or eight years, he was the dominant player in the game. If he was dominant, if the dominant player in the game for half of his career, then I think he's a Hall of Fame player. Okay. But I want to say this real quick. I, I got to give props up to Bobby Clark. He had size and strength and skill. He was an impossible player to stop when he wanted to play. If you could only look at him in the, that way and forget about his parents and all the problems right from there. <laughs> Always has to jab the parents. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. So, what do you think? Well, that's when I was – Am I swaying you at all with these numbers? No. that's Because I mean, he's hurt off too often. Right. When I was watching it, I was watching uh, – they had like a live feed from TSN, and Clarky was on there. And he always sounded – like tonight he sounded like um, – the villain from Scooby-Doo, because he's like, Lindros was a Hall of Fame player if it wasn't for those meddling parents. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, who uses meddling? You know? yeah. He's going into that. Yes, he had great numbers. He came in with a high roof, man, like he just, or high ceiling. He could have been the best. He came in, the year he won, the MVP was the shortened season. They only played 40-some seasons, or 40-some uh, games. They started January 10th or 15th. It was a strike-shortened season. So during that time, it was more intense games, more right on top. Like he said, there were some times Lindros would come out, you wouldn't notice him. He'd be flat, yeah. But there was also games he would come out, the Flyers would score five goals, him, LeClaire, and Renberg would have all the goals, all the assists. I mean, they were awesome to watch. I really expected a Stanley Cup with Lindros. I think that would have put him over the top. Not saying Cam nearly won. A Stanley Cup. I didn't even realize Cam Neely was in the uh, Hall of Hall Fame. Of fame yeah. To me, that's a shocker because the only thing he really did, he technically had 50 goals in 50 games, which is a great feat. But he didn't do it in 50 consecutive games. He was injured a lot of games. So out of an 84 or 80 game season at the time, he played 52. 50 games, yeah, and, and he, he scored, scored in each. Yeah. Okay, he scored in each one of those. Not games? each one, but he averaged a goal in those. Okay. You know what I mean? He played 50 games that year. He had 50 goals, which is awesome. But I do agree with Clark, though. If you say, if, if if you agree with Clark, like I agree with Clark, if you agree that he is the no, most dominant player for more than half of his career, which was 13 seasons, I believe, then he is a Hall of Famer. The dominant player for half of eight years? You agree with that? At the same the time. Dominant. No, the dominant. No, because you had Yager. You had Forsberg. Forsberg came in. Sackick was already there. You had Brodeur. You had Patrick Waugh. Like yeah, you had all those positions. Okay. You had Gretchen was in there for a while. I mean, okay, I so really he, he, he was yeah. at the tail end, but he was still out there. So where's plays. Bobby Clark come with this statement, do you guys think? Because he's saying how great this player is, how great this could have player been. But he's doing that so he can take that sledgehammer and knock him down by saying, but his because parents. of his parents. He's gotcha. still bitter about that because that's what ruined his team. That's what ruined his flyers. That was his team. That's what ruined it. Lindros was like his baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, then and, he, he, you and know, he's constantly taking every opportunity to call him a baby. So, and that's Clarky would easily take a stick to the face and hit another guy. He, he broke someone's ankle playing, you know, in a hockey game, two handed him, broke his ankle. That's the way Clarky played. He expect every player that came in here to be the same kind of player. His heart was orange and black, and that's all he expected was you play for the Flyers. Well, Lindros didn't do that. It was for Lindros. It was for Carl Lindros. His dad had plans. This is what we're doing. We're not just worried about hockey. We need over-the-top exposure for everything. Clarky didn't like that. was very disappointed. Always resented that. Still does, as you can hear in his post. Obviously. Okay. I mean, I would You say uh, no. I say no. no. I say yes. Looking at Hall of Fames. You look at baseball, you have numbers. 3,000 hits. Right. You know, 500 home runs. These are usually what they get in. Yeah. There's players that don't get in or that do get in. You're like, wow, how'd that person get in? Cam Neely, to me, I'm kind of shocked. I didn't think Neely was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I didn't know he was. Good player. Had a lot of heart. 
he would go through a wall for you. He had knee problems. So if he got in, I'm not saying Lindros should be in, but compared to him, same kind of career, played longer. Probably will be in. Yeah, he will be in. All right, so I'm just scrolling here on the headlines for on Sportscade, Dave, and uh, another headline that caught my eye, Flyers Gagne suffering from dizziness. He was scratched from tonight's game. Do you have any idea what's going on there? This was three weeks ago. I think it was when they – This Flyers team's not going to do a whole lot of tr- damage in the playoffs without Simone Gagne. Well, what's happening, too, is like they're saying, hey, we have no continuity. No one's playing together. They keep shuffling lines. Well, because they're getting these little injuries. They're already getting nicked up. This You're, isn't a little injury, man. Dizziness, concussion, consider Well, did you while. see the hit, though? No, I didn't. The hit that they said it was, skating down, and it looked like just two grown men bumping shoulders. Two two shifts later, he left the game, was dizzy. Got cleared on Sunday, I guess it was. I believe it was Sunday. Okay. Came back, played, did well. And then tonight, now, he's been feeling dizzy okay. again. So he wasn't – this is what happened. Gagne was scratched from Thursday's road game against the Devils. So that was tonight, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he went back to the hotel and said he was dizzy and had a headache. That's trouble bubble. Yeah, I don't know if he got hit last night. I didn't see any, like, information about him saying, oh, he got hit over the top or anything like that. All right, it still has to be from that first hit, which was two weeks ago. It was the last time they played the Devils, I believe it was. Okay. Okay. And a guy hit him, and it, to me, it looked like a very nonchalant hit. Because I believe it was a Thursday night also. I think we were watching that game. Yeah, they, when they won. Right. It was a totally different game. And now he's back out. Because when I when we, I turned on the game tonight, uh, Ruziska was in the game. And I'm like, who's out? Who's not playing? Mm. Then you start adding him up, and you're like, oh, where's Gagne? Totally. Simone. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, brain injuries, that's Lindros. That was the Lindros family. If that's happening, the hockey, the NHL is really trying to help people get through that. I mean, John Kitna, when he had that concussion, he didn't know where he was. He was back the next week playing. Yeah. They said they went through all the same, you know, base testing and all that. But I don't know how someone can suffer such a severe concussion like Kitna and be back one week where you have these guys having mild concussions where hockey players are these tough players and they're... You know, I, well, I think, I'm not questioning anybody's toughness. No, no, but I think it's um, I think it's different in in hockey and football. Quarterback in football, it's, it's tough to say he gets hit hard, but he doesn't get hit as often. I will say, Sabon Gagne gets checked, yeah, every five minutes on the on the ice and three times, four times a week. Yeah, hard so, once a week. Yeah, right. But that's I mean, like when they you, play with a softer helmet. You know, they yeah. still get hit just as hard on those boards. When you see Kitna's thing like he was knocked out of the game he didn't know where he was oh yeah i'm not i'm not where taking anything away from Gagne, that. i was surprised myself that he was there next right. week uh, so, yeah, but that's the shame. nfl that's apples and oranges i do want to uh ask you guys a question and i'll leave it up to you this is going to be a, a toss-up you know how you're going you're playing uh categories or something they say this is going to be a toss-up oh, i love categories. which which way do you guys want to go here do you want to go the good philadelphia phillies or the bad Philadelphia Eagles. Which one do you want to discuss first before we head into the e-money line? Well, well we, 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 we going to discuss both of them at one time. We're going to discuss. We're going to talk about both of these things. Do you want to talk about the Phillies and the Lidge trade and what's going on, but potentially with J.C. Romero and yeah, let's do the Aaron Eagles last because that'll flow into the NFL <laughs> money line. I don't know. We can leave the, the shit for. I don't really. Yeah, talk about the Eagles and the NFL in the same sentence because Here, I don't this, necessarily let's do know. It. Eagles lost, they suck, play taps, see you later. Yeah, it's over. I'm just a piece of the puzzle over here, guys. I'm just a piece of the puzzle. E-Money's just a piece of the puzzle. Let's go with the Phils. Talk about the Phils real quick. All right, Phillies, real quick. Here we go. Not real quick. Well, here we go. (laughs) Not real quick, but here we go. Question for you guys. All these questions. Is Ed Wade getting raped in Houston like he got raped in Philadelphia? Best trade Ed Wade ever made for Philadelphia. (laughs) Guaranteed best trade. I was thinking maybe he should have fired, got fired a long time ago, got another gig, and then we would get closers for our team. When what's called? When I first heard that they made a trade with Houston, I'm like Ed Wade gave up Oswald. He gave up. I'm yeah, like, I thought so. I thought he Oswald, gave Oswald. It's going to be. Oh but my it, god, it's amazing. This it's not on a, an Oswald kind of trade, but it is no, not potentially at all. Brad Lidge and his slider is something that could be de- awesome for this team. Yeah. A, Hardcore closer every game throughout the entire season. 
And not only that, it gives you one of the best players, one of the best pitchers in the game to come back for your starting rotation. Hopefully his head's there because that's what we want. Yeah, no, no, him, no, no battling the women, the, the wife anymore. No, I'm just talking about whether he wants to be a starter or not. He really doesn't have a choice now. He's a starter. He's back in that role. Yeah, he Best season have, is he, over. He doesn't have a choice, no. He doesn't he, have a choice. You did that for our goes. team. Thank you. You want to do something for our team? Go out every fifth day, win this game. Right. You and Hamels, it doesn't matter yeah. who's the number one. You want to sit in the, in the bullpen? Do it four days in a row. Yeah. You can sit there. You can toss your ball around. Be chums with all your other boys out there. Have lots of fun. Besides, what's, what's more pressure, closer or starting pitcher? I think closer. No doubt. But so he, he doesn't maybe, have to have that pressure? Maybe he thrives on that pressure, though. He said he wanted it. He said he wanted to be the closer next year. All I'm saying is you're kind of getting a two-for-one here. You're for Michael Bourne. Awesome no, yeah, two-for-one. No, there's no doubt. And, Ge- and Jeff Geary. Yeah, and Betterment is the guy coming from Houston who can certainly play in lots Short of positions. Stop. Third base. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And then all the outfield positions. Nothing wrong with that at all. I'm jazzed about the trade. I'm really jazzed about the trade. Michael Bourne was an afterthought to me. If they gave away Victorino or somebody else, I would be kind of worried. What happened if they gave up uh, Pat Burrell? I really wouldn't worry about that. Okay. Just want to just, I mean. I want to, I want to talk to you guys about something. I read the Inquirer today. A really great article. I can't believe Is I'm that possible? saying that. But it was <laughs> true. Fish, fish wrapper? There's four players that have been in this league this is on top of the Lindros uh, retirement. There's four players that have been in this city that kind of have embodied the last 10 or 15 years in Philadelphia. Donovan McNabb, Eric Lindros, Pat Burrell, and Allen Iverson. Right? You would agree with that, yeah, guys? Sure. No doubt. Four, three of those four took their teams to the promised land with no victory. Right? <laughs> right? I, right. I, well, I what, what do you want me to yeah. say there? What are we looking to get out of this? Is it time to just wash it clean? Just wash it clean. Or is it is can McNabb do something for you? Burl can't. McNabb, can he anymore? Will you see McNabb in Chicago next year? No, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to be traded. What about you, Dave? I think he's done. I think they're going to have to start putting Cobb in. Cause no, no. Hold no. on. Let's, let's finish. He's, about the, Cobb's not even the number two. Let's finish. He's not even number two. Let's finish about the Phillies before we jump on the Yeah, what happened here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, well, sorry. That was a good enough transition for me. You got anything else you want to say about the Phillies? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because trading, now you don't need that starting pitcher. You have this free $10 million. Exactly. $10 million? $10 Rowan, million. Rowan. Rowan. Right. Rowan's really a gold glover, guys. He's a gold glover? Hell yeah. I don't know what you have against Rowan. He was amazing for you last year. You see some of the catches? I have seen some of the catches. I've seen some terrific catches this year. i I'll have to. Uh, I haven't really seen any boneheaded plays by him. Like that's what. Maybe that's what it is. He doesn't really make hardcore mistakes. He always takes the right angle. Right. Maybe he doesn't make the catch all the time, but he's definitely he puts himself in position. I'll give you that. So that's what I like. Now they free up money to go get Aaron Rowan if they want Aaron Rowan. Okay. And I think you need Aaron Rowan to make this trade that much better because Bourne's gone. Right. Because if you bring Victorino in, that means Jason Worth. Nothing wrong with Jason Worth, but an everyday player. Sure. Not sure. Okay. But tuning in, coming in for Pat Burrow. So you're saying they and get you – know, oh, I'm sorry, you want to go ahead. His, his bat was really, really, really good last year. I mean, it's not um, typical of, of his bat every year, but he had, he had a great year last year w- with his offense. You know, he knew that he was going to get traded possibly right. next is, year. Is it a contract year? Is that why he did so well? Exactly. This is I another don't know. thing with Lidge, man. Yeah. He's coming in on a one-year deal. You're giving oh, yeah. away center fielder That's fine. with lots yeah. of speed for one year maybe. But uh, did you want to say something about J.C. Romero, too? Because I know they were talking about it. They're, they're very close. When I understand, they're okay. very, very close. So they're going to get something done, which would be awesome. Maybe J.C. Romero has got a little bit of loyalty where this is the one team that pulled me off the scrap heap. You know, I'm down with that. I like Romero, Gordon, Lidge. I want to talk about the – all right. I will... Was that another miracle season for a player, too, last year with J.C. Romero? I don't you know. know. I don't know. What? Well, they're, it's their job to know. Exactly. It's their job to know. Exactly. But I'll tell you what. Ed Wade hooked it up. Excellent job, Ed. The best we, GM out there. We never said I'm, still trying, to, we I'm still trying to figure out what he did there. Maybe he likes Michael Bourne for some reason. I don't know. He uh, likes Costanza. He has speed, but. I know he likes Costanza. And that's what, you know, you always say that. GMs that draft these guys start having a bond. I mean, Jeff Geary 
racked up so many frequent flyer miles between here and Ottawa. I'll tell you what, he was in Ottawa a lot. What are you going to do with him? He was a little disappointed that they moved from... um, Reading. Yeah. Or no, uh, Scranton Wilkesbury. Yeah, he couldn't just drive back and forth. Well, if he played for the Yankees, he could go to Scranton Wilkesbury, so that's no big deal. Speaking of that, real quick, A-Rod, what do you guys think? E-Money Mets? No, I think he's going to go to the Angels. Dave? Angels have the money, and they need someone like that. I agree 100% with you the Angels. You think Angels as yeah. well? But uh, the Mets are inquiring. I would love to see him in the National League. I'd love to see him, just go to see him and watch him play. Because we, we don't have that opportunity here. Once every two years, three years, whenever yeah, New he, York comes down. New York or Texas, or whatever American right. League team he plays for. But if he plays for Chicago or if he plays for the Mets, God forbid if he plays for the Mets. If he because, plays for the Mets. Oh, well, oh, good question with that. Like, where does David Wright go? He'll go to Short. No, A-Rod will play short. Stay right with then, stay how, whoa, 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 whoa. ain't him. going in. No, they'll trade him. I would think they would what? trade right. Because they didn't like Reyes at the end of the year. Remember how his little attitude and bullshit? He wasn't running that. Really? That I think he'll get moved. If they sign A-Rod, they will trade Reyes. That's my number. And A-Rod is going to play shortstop? That's, he was a shortstop, but he's. Yeah, but not anymore. Right. No, he's, no, he would definitely play short. He's a, a, he's a shortstop. He's always has been. He hasn't been a good defensive third baseman in years. He hasn't been a good defensive anything in years. Oh, he used to be a real good defensive shortstop. He oh, could, really? Oh, yeah. Then he would play. He would play short, and but he's getting older. I mean, he hasn't played short. Shorts is a five years. I don't think they're going to get rid of Jose Reyes. They are going to get rid of him. He's he's toast oh. if he's oh. signing a ride. Which and I don't Brian Dawkins isn't playing again. Well, <laughs> all right, if you want to go there, do you really? No, you come really on. I'm just Brian breaking. Brian Dawkins did anything in that game? No, he anything? Did, did nothing. He did nothing. He was a liability out there. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I thought of anything they would do trade in. Um, Sean Considine? No. Oh. Back to the Wait, Mets. Who are we talking oh, about? Oh, I'm sorry, Mets. Yeah, getting rid of. Uh, Maybe Let's Go Mets will have some insight on this. Who cares about Let's Go Mets? What's his name? First baseman. Carlos Delgado. Delgado, yeah. I thought they'd get rid of Delgado move. Plus, yeah. let's go Mets hit the forums up today with some bullshit. Oh, it's ridiculous. Jimmy it's so ridiculous. Jimmy yeah. Rollins for Yo doesn't even deserve time. an answer. I'll give you an answer. Hell yeah. Double hell yeah. Triple hell yeah. We would say I would be the first one to take Jimmy Rollins to the airport. Johansson Tana would not want to play here. No way. No. No. And, uh, I Stop would, to get any pitcher I was, here. I, I heard about the um, trade on Sportskate. I know I keep saying Sportskate now, but I'm, I'm gonna, I used it today, and I, it was cool because I read about the trade and I, from the national side of Sportskate, and then I went to Philly and read all about it in Philly, and then I went to Houston and read all about it in Houston. And um, they what? had some, somebody's blog in Houston read, wrote about this trade, and in the comments section, the guys were like, Oh, he uh, Lidge is gonna. He has a couple of bad outings. They're just gonna kill him up there in Philadelphia. Those fans don't. I was like, come on, man. If you're not passionate about your team, don't don't diss us up here. Just because you don't know how to boo down right. there. Right. The dude has a bad outing. You're like, oh, good shit. job. I tell you one Better thing. I'm looking next forward time. to Michael Bourne going up that hill, plunk, <laughs> right on the falling on flat on his face. That's what I'm looking forward to, guys. Let's talk Eagles. What? All right. We got something else you want? <laughs> no, I'm, I don't have anything bring, over here. Something? But that's a, oh, come on. The only thing dude, I really want to say. Fucker. The only thing I want to say about Sportscade, well, you keep talking about it. We talked about it before, but now there's so many more cities on there. Right. So if you haven't checked out Sportscade in the last couple of months, go on. What are they up to now? Um, I think, I believe, 16 cities, including national. On to... The E-Money? No. Fly, Eagles, fly. As Thrones would say, fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Humiliated in our own part. I thought he was saying fry, Eagles, fry. I think he was saying, you team sucks since I left. Sucks. Guys, I want to talk about something. Got a question. I want to talk about something. I'm going to say it, guys. I'm going to say it. Who said this team was going to be bad? Me. Really? Beginning of the season, who said the team was going to be bad? Me. They got no wide receivers. Was Wait, I right? When you I'm right. When you talking about? You said 9-6. Right. and six. Guys, I'm right. When I'm you right. predicted a 10-6 and six season, ten that's and six, bad? Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my God. Whip the tapes I'm out. I'm telling you right now. I'll whip, I'll I told, whip the tapes I'm the out. one that said the Dallas is going to be 12-4. and four. You guys all yelled the, at me. I said when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, I go, Donovan McNabb will not have a winning season for the rest of his career in Philadelphia. Get out of here. That's what I said. Get out of here. That's what I said. You know what? I'm just you guys just don't appreciate the fact that I have total clairvoyancy. I do want to say one thing though, guys. You said the Cowboys are going to I stick. want to say one thing. You keep saying has there one been, thing. 
Has there been a worse loss in this town in the last 10 years? Has there been a more humiliating loss in this town by this Eagles team in the last 10 years? And it's hard to remember. Well, I remember uh, Dallas Eagles Monday night. I guess it would be like 98. Dallas destroyed them. Destroyed them. Um, Worse than last week? Was that with the uh, the flare gun? Yeah. Halftime? Okay, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. I do want to say, though, Ev. <laughs> you, you, you got getting, me thinking. I'm, I'm thinking, boy. You're yeah. getting off the topic, though, boy. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You topic. asked me what was the worst score. How humiliated is it? It's horrible. It's the worst, dude. It's Dallas. You know, he didn't even come to play. They just they gave up. They did not First even quarter. come to play. Brian First Dawkins. Play of the game. Fumble. Brian Fumble. Dawkins. You know, I said he was done. I never thought he'd get back on the field. I wish he doesn't get back on the field. The dude is not a player anymore. He's not a player. He might be an all-around great guy, but he's not a player. Sean Considine, gone. Yep. Is that good or bad? That's bad. It is definitely bad because there's nobody else out there to get. Anybody else that is out there sitting on his couch watching on Sundays is bad. It's worse than Sean Considine. <laughs> Andy Reid, is he Very bad? bad. Yeah, dude, he, he's Team's not- somewhere, somewhere, somewhere different. It's not at the... They Nova asked, care practice. They it's asked not McNabb at the link. today. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dave. I'm, oh, no, go ahead. Go. I'm we're free, pissed. We're, I'm we're free right flowing here. We're, we're, we're right with you, Dave. I'm freestyling. We're right with you. You're I'm freestyling. You you're, on, you're on a warp. They asked Donovan McNabb today, what's the difference between this year's offense and last year's offense when Jeff Garcia was running, kicking the shit out of everybody? Me. <laughs> but yeah, don't blame yeah. me. He said it was very different. And so they they got Marty Warnwick. They got Marty Morningwig on the radio, and I asked him, he said, Donovan says this offense is very different. What do you think about that? Uh, I disagree with that entirely. This is not a, th- there's nothing different between the offense this year and last year, and uh, the only thing that we worked on a little bit harder last year was protecting the quarterback. So who's right and who's wrong? Marty's who's, right. And who's making excuses? Donovan, the guy who's saying, I'm just a piece of the puzzle. Supposed to be the leader yeah. of the team. Should be all on his shoulders, but he's the one. He's already pointing fingers. Week ten, pointing fingers at everybody. Butterfingers, first quarter, but first yeah. drive of games. Butter, guys. It's just that game was so pathetic. It was so pathetic. When John Madden says, "I love towards Brett the Farr. end of the game," towards the end of the game says, there's, "I can't hear anybody. Fa- I can't hear anybody booing because there's nobody in the stadium anymore. Game wasn't even over yet. Game was five minutes, ten minutes left. Everybody left." That's didn't he say? I don't hear anyone booing. Everyone's going out to go get their traducking. <laughs> What's the state of the Eagles team right now? Shitty, shitty, shitty. It's shitty. over. It's the season's over. Hey, it's it's um it's time to make some drastic moves in the off season. People are saying, oh, McNabb started off slow before and they came back. No, not this There's year. There's too not much going year. on with this upcoming five six weeks. I mean, you have Miami, yes, but you got. Miami give them a run for money too. Do you, do you, Miami will give them a run for the yeah, money. Washington. Both teams have nothing to, nothing to lose. They're gonna they'll go crazy. You never know what's gonna happen there. Washington down at FedEx have a chance to sweep the birds. Yeah. Then they play Miami. Then they got New England. Then they got uh, the Giants again. Then they got the Cowboys. So and that's what I was saying. Okay, well if you're saying this season's a wash, well then put in Cobb, get some experience under his. Guys, it's there. not a situation to put Kevin Cobb in, Dave. You you don't put somebody in like that. He's got nothing. He, he's got nothing to base a season on. He's got no. He's got no skills. He's got. He's not an NFL quarterback. Is he playing yet. next year? I don't think so. Plus, he's then not you even. Waste, you really think McNabb's going to be here next year? He's not even your backup. Kevin Cobb's not even your backup. Right. Okay. Garcia wasn't even your backup last year, and he finished out the season. Kevin Cobb is not the backup quarterback. He's your future quarterback. He's not the future. Now is not the future. Well, now is not the present because you're done. So if you're saying, if they say McNabb's gone at the end of the year. We're Who's start- saying that? Nobody's saying if, that. I said, if they say that. If the Eagles say he's gone. When, when would they Andy Reid even said, I can't guarantee Donovan's our starter next year. He said that. Go jump on Sportscade. You'll find it. Well, okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Andy mm. Reid said that he, I can't guarantee he's going to be right. the starter yeah. next year. Yes. All right. So if that's the case, right? If yes. Andy Reid says I can't guarantee he's going to be the starter next year, wouldn't he be the one to make this change when he's the one saying I'm not going to make a change? Who, Andy Reid? Yeah. 
Andy Reid might make a change. He's not saying I'm not making a change. He's going to let it play out. So if he says at the end of the year, you know what, he's not starting. We don't want him starting anymore. Maybe he wants to finish out the year. Who knows? I don't know what's going on in his head. He's got two kids in jail right now. One's Keister and drugs. He's got a lot more problems than what's going Man, on with football. 85 pills in your bunghole. Dude, I could imagine one pill. D, D what's that like? <laughs> uh, good one, E-Money. Good one. So there's a lot of problems going on right now. And that's what I'm saying. At the end of the year, if he goes, hey, he's done. Okay, well, now you just right. played eight games where or six games that you could have had Cobb in there trying to get some experience, seeing what you have. He wouldn't get ex- I don't I don't necessarily know he would get experience. Well, I think he would get killed. Well the bottom line is that they're not gonna um they're not gonna have any quarterback controversy until the end of the year. There's not he's gonna finish, he's gonna play every game. He's gonna start every game. Okay, so next year when you start off and you have Cobb there with no experience. Right. And they're playing well, that's another the Giants thing. and the well, Cowboys. That's the thing. Yeah, and they it's get a, smoked. Of course they're going to get smoked. They're going to get smoked for the next two years. But this then, year, next year is going to be worse than this year. But Andy Reid doesn't know Andy that. makes a great point. Why not, let him, why not just let them start a whole fresh season because they're going to get the shit kicked out of them for a whole – they might go – Next year's going to be even worse. That's what you're going to hear the whole time, though. Well, he has no experience. Well, let him play this That's year. That's not true. You're going to say it's a rookie quarterback. We've got to give him time to blossom. Right. Give him time to blossom. Here's six games to start no, playing. No, that Don, is six not games with a healthy, Not with a healthy Donovan McNabb. He's no not way. even healthy. He is healthy. He's 100%. The well, dude who, can't who knows, run. Who knows if he's John 100%. Runyon can outbeat him. Who knows if he's 100% or not, but he's still he not. Knows. He's not physically unable to perform. He's not pupped. You know, on this, con- on this conversation – if Donovan McNabb is your starting quarterback this year, how upset will you guys be? Because you're, you're uh, you know, I won't be upset at all. Why? He, he, you think he's, you think he doesn't need to be go somewhere else? That, to what? To win a Super Bowl? Fine. If he's got to do that, that's fine. But he can't even complete passes. Don't he scream. cannot will complete. You let, will you not scream, please? Oh, you've been screaming for an hour. <laughs> you've been screaming yeah, for an hour. Your voice, your voice does not have the proper modulation. Derek's voice better, you better uh, goes up. tweak that little nub over there, then, buddy. Tweak your nub. Nub this, bub. Boy. So, so you. So if Don McNabb's here next year, and it'll still be, they'll still be four and twelve. Four and twelve with Donovan McNabb. With Donovan McNabb, you know, yeah. good team. Go, it's a smart yes, business I move to unload them at the end of the year. Don't yell at me! I didn't create this team. I'm not yelling at you. I didn't create the team. You're, I, hey. well, no, you didn't create the team. We're asking According you a question. According to Jeffrey Lurie, they're the gold standard. Really? Yeah, really. Well, gold just lost a lot of value. No doubt, like the dollar. Boys. They're not America's team. No, they're not. Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Give me a break. Goddamn Patriots. They've come into Philadelphia and just clean Dominate. Clock. Dominate I'll the tell you whole what, game. T.O. had an amazing Dominate. game. Amazing game. That boy, he knows what. I love how he, when he can catch and, and turn and... Make more yards. I love that. He exploits him. bad players. That's all he does, Ev. The, oh, so you, the you, Eagles. You, uh, the Eagles secondary sucks badly. The Eagles defense <sighs> is terrible. The Eagles offense is terrible. There's bad talent evaluation. There's bad preparation. This the team, team is seven and this one. Team was terribly. Are you telling what, me that? What are you he, talking about? I'm talking about Dallas, me. and you're telling me that To you're you're, you're defending To's subpar. I didn't say that. You're, you're saying that T.O. is not as good because the, he's playing a defense that is bad. I'm saying what he does is exploit bad defenses. I don't think that's bad. He's a great player, and he showed it on, on Sunday night. Well, how am I not saying that he's a great player? Because you're, say, you're taking away from his talent on Sunday night because the Eagles' defense is bad. Evan, no, yeah. He's he, saying that's what makes him a great player. You know what? You give him an inch, he'll get three yards on I'm, you. I'm saying that, but I'm also saying that the – what made him look so good on Sunday night was how bad the Eagles are, not how good he is. That's what I'm saying. Is T.O. a Hall of Famer? <laughs> I don't have the slightest idea. I haven't the slightest idea. I don't know numbers-wise. He's been in the league forever. so Probably. He's got to be up there in TD receptions. He's got to be up there in yards. Man, he's a pain in the ass, though, isn't he? I just wish everything stayed fine. He's a great player. It was great watching him in San Fran. It was great watching him here. It sucks watching him down there. You wish you wish everything stayed fine. What do you mean by that? That him and Donovan McNabb were friends, and you had none of that bad. Well, maybe um, it's McNabb. That's the asshole. It could be. Oh, finally, it comes out. I think so too. I mean, maybe there's always drama surrounds this team, and McNabb's always involved in the drama. Drama. Save the drama for your Campbell Soup mama. <laughs> 
It's a truth, Ruth. Oh, I agree on that Guys, 100%. I think, I think we're not really getting into the crux of the Eagles' problem. Let's go. Let's get into it. I'm ready. What's the Eagles' problem? Their coach? Wait. Okay, so hang on. What's the difference between this year's team and last year's team that went into play, went to the playoffs? What's a, What's the main difference? Give me the top three differences. Besides, okay. You have a quarterback that blew his knee out. Well, and you don't have the quarterback that took you to the playoffs there. Okay, so that's a major difference. But Donovan McNabb, you would agree, is a much better quarterback than Jeff Garcia. Not this year. You look at the, look. They're both starting quarterbacks this year. All right. What else? I'd love to look at the numbers of those two. What else is different? The coach's head. Coach's head isn't in the game. Right. So That's he's a, not preparing this team. You, it all. Could, you're saying to me that Andy Reid helps secondaries tackle. No. He, maybe he evaluates. The position better. Well, if he's too that, worried about, he's. I totally agree with you that he's had bad made bad decisions right. on town evaluation. I cannot agree with you more there. However, the team doesn't tackle. And now let's not think about how you know how what the difference is from this year to last year. This team. Let's look at the teams that they're playing and how those teams have gotten better. Well, that's all right, that's fine. We've also had a lot of injuries in the secondary with Lido Shepard out for a couple games. B Dog hasn't been there. He's never really been there. He's he old. Sucks. Okay, he sucks. Um, th- there are some issues right there. You're playing teams that you know at NFC East. That's not the NFC East of two years ago. And that's what it was. Again, how you were saying To exploits these people. Well, that's what Andy Reid was doing. But mm-hmm. once he would get a, a monkey wrench in his works there. He would come, well, that loss was my fault. We didn't adapt and overcome. We didn't change up our plays because right. somebody came in and did something totally different than expected. Well, that's not good coaching then. you got to learn how to coach on the fly. It's just incredibly and it's just everything And that Andy Reid era, which has been a great era for the Eagles, and I'm sure it's going to progress in the future because I think he's a great coach. But that whole um, – the last five to seven years – the NFC East was always rebuilding. The, the the Redskins were horrible. I mean, they they went through a lot of problems. They just kept buying old players. Buying old players, and they, then they had to, they brought Gibbs in two years ago. The Giants were not good. Dallas was another rebuilding team. Look at them now. They're they're finally coming. Right. You know, I mean, look at them now. It's our. You know, they didn't compensate for that when we we were the Eagles were the number one team in the NFC East for a very long time. Well, you know the. You know, it's like they're passing the tour thing. It's a cycle. It's the NFL is just a cycle, just like anything else. Well, that's the Eagles. We're kind of reloading on a lot of the plays or players make that. But guys like Curse and Howard, they didn't. Not, they didn't do anything. They're not stepping up. They were busts. Curse, Javon Curse was is an absolute mistake. He's horrible. He's one of many mistakes. He's he's absolutely one of many mistakes that Andy Reid's made. And I'm really trying. Shouldn't hard. Even be out there. He shouldn't even be out there. I'm trying very hard to figure out. The, other than Brian Westbrook in the sixth round of the draft, what he's actually brought in here. Lita Shepard, Sheldon Brown, that's viable coming after Vincent Taylor. Eagles, done. Are we done? Done. They're done. Let's We're get done. a prediction this for this week. Get a prediction for this week against Washington at, at FedEx Field Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I'll tell you what, the way, they eat, the, way the Redskins played last week, can't even get into the goddamn end zone. Um, I'm thinking – I think the Eagles might pull this one out. Um, I'm not trying to be like uh, uh, you know diehard Eagles fan. I'm just lo- I'm looking at it in an objective way. Well, you are a diehard Eagles fan. You're just not you're not uh, blind a blind Eagles fan that are so many of them are on the radio every day. Thanks, dude. You're right. Um, I'm thinking uh, 21-17 birds. Davy boy, I agree. I think the birds are going to win the way they're going to win. Screen passes. They got to throw more screen passes. That's what they got to do to get Westbrook the ball. When Sean Taylor is 20 yards off the line, bring him around. That's one thing they did not do in the game when the first time they played the Redskins. So I think if they can keep him out of the end zone, somehow they can stop Portis and Betts, they're going to win. I think it's going to be a little more high scoring because I think both teams are just going to try to play better than they have in the last couple weeks. Campbell's going to try to throw the ball a little more. See, that's the thing. Campbell last week, he checked to his running back every time. Yeah. He did not throw a long ball at all. Yeah. yeah. He can't He can't do it. Well, that might have been the Jets' coverage, but I you know, I don't think it was. I mean, the Jets are horrible as well. That was a, just a disgusting game. That was a disgusting game. Dave, give me a number. I'm going to go like 26-22. 26-22. Yeah. 
Twenty-six, twenty-two. I, lo- goals, I love it. A couple I love TDs it. in there. I'm going seventeen, twelve birds, just for the fact that Washington doesn't sweep the Eagles. I mean, if that if that's the case, then I'm really am going to pack it in. I'm going to pack it up, pack it in. The whole uh, pack it in just for morale. All the Eagles blankets, yeah. Because there is no the whole Eagles decor down in the basement is going to be packed away. Is uh, is it taps this week? No, no taps. No taps this week. Um, Well, they're like almost. If they lose to Washington, it's mathematically impossible for them to win. It's 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 mathematically impossible now, but it's not. Well, it's not. They can end up eleven and five right now. What's that? Yeah, but they they have have to have a lot of people lose. Well, no. If they win out, yeah, they'll they be go 11, 11 and 5. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for them to kick the shit out of New England. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and Miami, too. Um, Lose to Miami, beat New England. Real Figure quick, before shit. we get to the money line, before we get to the money line, boys, I want to get to this. Patriots, Colts, Sunday. Everything you thought it would be? I was expecting some more touchdowns, but it was still a great game. I mean... Those defenses really came to play, I'll tell you what. Dude, how about Brady? Unbelievable. You know what? Hey, we're losing. No problem. Give no me the big ball. deal. No problem. Boop, boop. I can't score a touchdown in three quarters, but I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll score two in eight minutes. Good. It's a, just amazing. You know what? It's um, There's a couple key plays. from Not key plays, but plays that were made me actually out, say out loud, wow. Uh, that one linebacker, the uh, Colts linebacker with that interception. Bracket. That was Unbelievable. Amazing. That was amazing. Unbelievable. And um, I thought they sealed the game with that interception. So did I. I was like, wow, there's really nothing that they can do now. And then Peyton Manning doesn't fumble very often, too, and he is what happened. Right. He had to get those kind of – Indy played their asses off. Joseph Adai played his ass off. Another thing about the game, it was really interesting to watch those two teams play a battle like that that they both hasn't, have not seen all year. They're both, you know, one's 8-0, one's 9-0, or were they both – whatever it was. One was 8-0, one was 7-0. Okay, yeah. So – they never really had a, a team that, that challenged them. And to see them compete in those situations was really interesting because those teams are absolutely unbelievable. I agree. I agree. I thought it was just a blast. I love the die, but I was really, really impressed with Indy's defense. Really impressed. So yeah, they, were, they really came to play. It was unbelievable. They and that did. had a lot to do with that. I made that hometown crowd. It was great. It was great. And uh, shut Brady down. That's no one shuts Brady down. If well, it was they didn't at the end. But. If the playoffs was in Indy, I would say they have a chance. And Foxborough, like we already said, it's going to be tough. That's no going to be a tough, tough, tough game. All right, boys. If that happens, if that game comes out, which it should be. Dave, money line. Not already. Money line. Oh! It's time for the money line. It'll be real quick. Awesome. I finally learned my lesson. Week 10 took me 10 weeks. E-money's Two learned- years and 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's learned a lesson, Dave. D, Ev, I've learned a lesson to always take your picks. Although last week, one and two, got anything to say about that? Half a fucking point. Half a point on the Washington game. They couldn't get in the end zone. These are things you can't account for. And um, Detroit. The Detroit-Denver game. Under was a lock. It was a lock. But Denver- you can't. you can't. Think about Detroit defense and the 44 points. It's unbelievable. Well, Detroit's offense has scored 44 points. I know, but the defense had a lot to do with that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. You know, you know there's a lot of turnovers, interceptions. I mean, that's, that's another thing. I'll get to you this in a quick second, though. I, I want to mention this now that we have Detroit on the radar. Big shout-out to Woody Woodrow, Woodrow Woodford. For that awesome Roy Williams trade that we gave him up. Ooh. I mean, they, that team scored 44 points, and he had 44 yards receiving. So, I think it was a good to get rid of him when we did E-Money. That's what we do, Ev, when we play fantasy. We buy low and we sell high. Well, we know yeah, we're, that we know Ward we're doing. is doing a lot for you right now. Well, no, it doesn't matter. It only it opened up a spot off our on our roster for... Still could have got more. Braylon Edwards. No, we're golden. Okay. 
Time for the money line, Evan. Break it off. All Let's right. My number three money sign this week is Saints minus 11 and a half against the Rams at the Saints. The Saints are come, they're on a roll. I mean, they've won five in a row uh, while the Rams are looking for their first win. Wow. Um, the Rams have nothing to lose here. I, except another game. Yeah. I know, but I mean, they're, they're balls of the wall. They right. don't even care. They're not playing for anything except some pride, maybe. Um, I like... I like the Rams getting eleven and a half wow. this week. Um, the Rams are coming off their bye, and they're getting some key personnel back. I know they've had a lot of injuries this year, and that's had a lot of problems. Hold on, the Rams didn't play last week. Nope, no, they did not. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, my fault. It's cool. Um, Steven Jackson is healthy and coming back this week. Okay. Reggie Bush has not practiced all this week because really? of uh, a sore knee as a knee injury. But they're they're playing playing it down like it's it's nothing, but it could possibly be something. Um, if the Rams linemen, offensive linemen, can give Bolger some time and establish a running game, I think it's going to be a really, I think it's going to be a tight game. I don't know if they're going to win, but I really think they can cover eleven and a half. I think given, I think New Orleans giving anybody eleven and a half at this time is too many points. So I like the Rams, my number one pick. That's as long as Bolger doesn't get hit a lot. They should be fine. They've been, they've been letting up a lot of sacks yeah. this year, not letting Bolger do what he has to do. And that's what happens. He starts getting hit around, they take him out. Steven Jackson hasn't been in. Steven Jackson, that's, I think he came back two weeks ago and he had two DDs he, at yeah, the very beginning. Yeah, well, yeah, he came back two right. weeks ago and he was on. He was amazing. And then he kind of re-aggravated the, uh, the situation. The so team can score. It really can. I like can. that. I like 11 points. So that's uh, a lot of points. And, you know, on the on the backside, you know, you don't want to be scared of all the eleven points on New Orleans, but I don't think New Orleans can handle it. Right, New Orleans cannot handle it. They have one running back they're using, and he's hurt. And he's hurt exactly. So, great pick. And Colson hasn't been doing much this year either. Right, uh, they he had a good week last week, though. He did have a good week last week. So now they think he's back from his rookie year. No, that's not that's not true. So, <laughs> you know, that's my that's my number one. Great pick. My number two money sign is Cardinals minus one Detroit at Arizona. The Cardinals looked absolutely horrible last week against Tampa Bay. I don't know if anybody so saw the, any highlights. The pick is Cardinals minus one. No, no, no. No, I, I haven't told you yet. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And we all saw what Detroit did last week. They're 6-2. and two. They're flying high. It's crazy. Um, I like Detroit this week, getting one at Arizona. Kurt Warner just cannot get it done. He has two great receivers. Yes. But he can't get the ball to him. Last week was it was absolutely hard. I couldn't even. Uh, he's not a good court. He's done. He's he over. Done. I mean, I realize that the, like they don't have any other quarterback to use. They have to put him out there. But these are the teams you have to exploit. Uh, the running game is not much better. Edron James had nine rushing attempts last week for fifteen yards. <laughs> okay, now that's a big problem against Tampa Bay. Right. Um, is he washed up? I don't know. Does everybody go to Arizona and, you know, hang out in the sun, the sun? And, get, and get washed well, up? this is a nice field. They're playing a Detroit defense that it make that makes play. They're playmakers. And whenever you play a team that, like Chicago's defense last year, teams like that, they'll scare you because they're, they're going to find a way to make plays. Um, Kitten is doing a very good job getting the ball to his receivers. He's been a playmaker as well. Roy Williams, Sean McDonald, Mike Ferry, Calvin Johnson. These four receivers don't miss the ball. Unbelievable. I really like their four receivers, and, and they're, they're flying high. And so Kevin Jones is another weak player. Kevin Jones, yeah. Kevin Jones. Great running back. He's coming, he's coming together with that. So I like that. I like I that one number that two. Pick. I think that's a great Which one pick. do you like better, Dave? The first one or the second one? <laughs> second one. Okay. We already you, talked about that. That was I thought that was going to be his number one. You money, go ahead. Okay, my number three, my number one money sign. Reach around. Reach around. Oh, Misa Hone. Reach around. Oh, Steelers minus nine and a half. Over under 47 and a half against the Browns. It's I, at I Pittsburgh. Wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. I knew you were going over under on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, they met in week one. And the Steelers rocked them. Like it was like 34 to seven or 38 or something like that. And uh, but the Browns have, the, the Browns are a different team than Week One. Yep, I'll tell you what they've come alive. Derek Anderson has been great, and my God, Edwards, Braylon, Braylon Edwards. Edwards, unbelievable! He is 
Got nine touchdowns, Joe. He's, he's probably one of the best receivers this year, no doubt. Pro bowler all the way. 42 receptions, 736 yards, and nine TDs. Yeah, and you know. Very nice. Very nice. The Steelers had the complete package as well. What about Roethlisberger? Five touchdowns in the fr- first half. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's with Baltimore's D? Okay, sorry, Money. I know you're. No, it's a it's a it's a good question because is Ben a part of the elite now? Can he is he a Brady? Is he up there with Brady? I think he is. I think he's not. Is he up there with Manning? Because well, he's won a Super Bowl. Brady's won a, you know three, but you know, right. We'll look at Manning. Oh, Manning won one. Roethlisberger won one. Yeah, I mean uh, they got to be both around the same amount of TDs right now this year. And Roethlisberger is a lot younger than these guys. Well, probably by four years. And when he threw that one guy off, whatever defensive end came in to hit him, and he was just like, pardon me. He's a big boy. There's no doubt about that. Okay, you want to go ahead. They don't call him Big Ben for nothing. Actually, I thought they called him Big Ben because he always had a clock. (laughs) Like I said, the Steelers had the complete package as well. Willie Parker, he's had five 100-yard games. Wow. And uh, Big Ben, he's just playing unbelievable. And uh, his passer rating is 112, 111.9. Unbelievable. Cool. Average per attempt when uh, completion of his pass is 8.3 yards of completion. That's that's moving down the field, people. Yeah. It is. And that's it. Yeah, Santonio Holmes and Heinz Ward are both back for another game. Like I mean, they've been hurt during this year. What's the over-under? 47 and a half? Yep. And uh, at Pittsburgh, we always check the weather before you bet on an over-under. You always got to check the Pittsburgh. weather. Good, good call, Dave. The Browns' D is very bad, though. So I think it's going to be a scoring fest, and they're my three picks. Awesome. Awesome. Good this, luck, brother. Good luck. This will Good be luck. written up on the forums? Of course, it'll be written up by Saturday In afternoon. the E-Money line, forum area. Dave, parting shot, fire first. Patrice Bergeon said, came out and said the NHL has to cut down on people getting hit from behind. We talked about this last year. But the fact that he's coming out in like a neck brace saying, oh, they got to stop. You can see that someone's name and their number, you don't hit them. Well, you don't turn around when someone's about to hit you, you pussy. Take the <laughs> hit, okay? Skate through the puck. Go for it. Randy Jones, I said it last week. Mr. I had no Randy pl- Jones. Thank you. I had no problem with his play. Right when they were coming up, he was within two steps of them. Bergeron threw his ass out. Hit me this way. You know what? I understand checking from behind. I understand someone charging someone and just railroading someone. That play, I blame it on... Bergeron, I could be wrong, but I don't care. Don't complain. Play the game the way you're supposed to. You go through the check. You don't let someone hit you. You hit them first. You attack. Pussy. E-Money, go ahead. Well, hold on. You know what? He's from Montreal. Let me just tell him, Le Pousset, okay? (laughs) Sorry. It's all right, Dave. You're right. You know what? It's the international language. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even speak English, let alone the international language. I got Bergeron, Bergeron, <laughs> I don't Bergeron. Uh, okay, go ahead. You want to go ahead? Uh, I want to say to all those uh, Eagles fans out there, those blindsided Eagles fans, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, it could be a potential fire sale next year. I mean, your quarterback's going to be gone, possibly – Five other big players are going to be gone, and they're going to start fresh. And you got another, you got another, at least another two years of sucking it up. And that's just the way it is. That's the way NFL is. If you look around, you look at history, and you look at the NFL. That is how it's done. Eagles are not. This is not their year, and next year is going to be worse. So everybody better just, you know, tighten your belt. That's it. Tighten your belt is right, guys. For my parting shot, I want to play a little word association. Okay. <laughs> I'll say a word. Give me the first word that comes to your head. Dave, you go first, and you money, you go second, okay? Eagles. Suck. Suck. Phillies. Good trade. One word or just? No, first thing that comes to your okay, head. Okay, good trade. I enjoyed the trade. Ball girls. Andy Reid. <laughs> Drug dealer. Fat. Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron. That's when you say Bergeron, I say Bergeron. Okay, you money? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die on us, Dave. <laughs> Just a couple more. Eric Lindros. Unfinished potential. Concussions. 76ers. Keep going, man. I don't even give a shit. Boring. 
That's know. it. And from my parting shot is that is uh, that is what's going on in Philadelphia sports. Well, Mark, Why didn't we do that in the beginning? Well, we would have been five minutes shot. I know. <laughs> Flyers. What do you? Flyers for me. Uh, Buffalo second round of playoffs. Oh wow. That's not, one word. Improvement. <laughs> that's not one no, word. That's not one word. That's all I think about, though, is that when he, uh, just losing in the second round. Good night, everybody. Good.